Hey y'all, just wanted to pop in and give a quick heads up before this week's episode. For those of you that are unaware, we have a merch store at ttrpgroulette.threadless.com. On that site, we have a brand new Pride collection thanks to Lee of Law of Names Games. From now until the end of June 2021, all sales from the designs in this collection will go directly to the Black Trans Travel Fund, a black trans-led collective providing black trans women with financial and material resources needed to remove barriers to accessing safer transportation. This is obviously a very important cause, and we wanted to do our part this Pride Month to put our money where our mouth is in uplifting the voices of some of the people that need it most. So please go check out our Pride collection at ttrpgroulette.threadless.com and click on the Pride 2021 collection. You can find designs with our logo on a background of various LGBTQ plus Pride flags, ranging from gay, lesbian, and bisexual to transgender, polyamorous, bigender, non-binary, and so many others. These designs come on a wide range of apparel, as well as blankets, mugs, stickers, and notebooks. Again, all proceeds from the sales of these designs until the end of June will combine with our Patreon money for the month of June to benefit the Black Trans Travel Fund. So please consider either picking up a piece of merch, joining our Patreon at patreon.com ttrpgroulette, or donating to the Black Trans Travel Fund itself directly through the link in our show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, pull up a chair and put down your chips. It's time for Tabletop Roulette. Today's game is... Hi, you can call me Andy because that's my name. I use he, him pronouns, and today I will be playing Rathu Rat Fuke, the lead singer and electric harmonica player of the town's leading uh, indie trashcore band, Plus Fungus. My name is Hannah, I use she, her pronouns, and uh, tonight I will be playing Marla a shade tree mechanic and the owner of a local junkyard. Uh, hi, I'm, I'm Kyle, uh, he, him pronouns, and I am playing Duncan Oliver, the uh, radio broadcast uh, reporter in the town of Splinters. Hi, my name is Tio. I use she, her pronouns, and uh, I am playing Gilda Banyarditch. She's a 60-ish woman who is, um, we'll just say successful as a Radio Shack customer service rep and a former phone sex operator. 
Uh, she kind of also serves as the resident IT specialist, whether she is qualified or not. Hey there, I'm Quinn. My pronouns are he, him, and I will be playing Percy Potlatch, the owner of the local general store, the volunteer president of the Chamber of Commerce and Splinters, and I think we decided also the deputy mayor, maybe? Yeah, and also the proud uh, proud deputy mayor of Splinters. Hi, I'm Reed, and I use they, them pronouns. You can find me at Replays on Twitter, and um, I'm your GM for today, so I'm playing everybody. In a way, Percy, nobody bailed on the search party. They're just um, potentially dead slash trapped in some other space. It's in our hands to try to figure this out. Percy wipes a tear away from his eye and and nods. That does make me feel better. Thank you. Oh, my God. (laughs) Skid, you know the way of the cave? Percy is the dark heart of this whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Percy's terrible. Objectively, the worst person. <laughs> they didn't decide not to show up. They just uh, might probably dead. Yeah, it was better. And there's probably no graffiti anymore because we're not in it's our town. Oh, yes, the graffiti. The graffiti still there. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, the graffiti's totally still everywhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> du- oh, oh yes, Duncan. Duncan, you were saying. I, I mean, seems like we're the we're the search party. Everything seems to be centered at that cave. So, Marla, is your car still working after that after that hit? Is my car still working after that hit? I mean, this is an old car, so that hood is... Yeah, it's it's tough. It's seen better days, but it does work, mostly. If it can get us there. Yeah. Skid? Skid? Yeah, What what's up? Oh, there you go. Jeez, oh, you're right next to me again. Yeah, stop doing that. Uh, you got, <laughs> yeah, did you... you know, I blended with the shadows. I'm one with the night. You're very sneaky. Uh... Could you get us to the? Could you direct direct us to the cave? You know the way from here. Uh yeah 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 sure boss. Um uh, yeah you got it. Uh, uh you know it's uh it's just a hop skip and a jump up the mountain. Uh, there's a little bit of off roading involved to be honest, so we might have to go on foot, but we can get at least we can get to the radio tower just fine. Okay, well that's a, that's a start. Things things are escalating here, and uh, sticking around here seems to just be getting worse. Yeah, I have to say this is a. Uh, well, it's a lot worse than uh, than when I left Baltimore. I can tell you that. <laughs> Did Baltimore go through time wooblies as well? Uh, no. Uh, just um. Well, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, okay. All right. Anyways, Albert Ho. <laughs> he like goes and gets in the car. He's in the middle seat in the back again. Middle seat in the back, I guess. First, he lugs in. both chainsaws to the car because pretty <laughs> sure nobody took it. Took the second one. Oh no, Duncan! Duncan's Duncan got one. He just hasn't okay. figured it out how to. Work okay, it. okay. So he goes like, "All right, I guess it's up to us to save this town." I'll figure it out. Oh boy, are you? Oh you boy, just, you got to pull it real fast, and you got to get a tilt it back. Not, so the not inside the up. car. Not inside the car. No, yeah, I don't know we're inside the car. I was about to say, pretty sure no. that has to be out the window. The safety's on. on. <laughs> kind of there is a second button you need to be holding down on most of them yeah but 
that's not. I love how, sorry, the, the smallest of, of tangents, but I do love the idea that the safety mechanism that Kyle just described for a chainsaw is the same one that you get on those lighters for your candles, where you have to push two buttons at once. It's very similar. It is very similar. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I think you all squeeze into the much less comfortably small space. Of Marla's car. There are seatbelts. And uh, you know, there are, and <laughs> Skid gets to uh Skid gets to ride shotgun because he knows where we're going. Oh, he he's he's in the back, and then he's like, Oh, wait, oh I he's pointing. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, come on, Skid, you get to ride shotgun. Come on. <gasps> okay. Um, yeah, you get something, shotgun. So is Percy now squeezed between Duncan yeah. and Gilda? Well, yeah, I got uh... <laughs> I think Percy's right in the middle with a chainsaw on his lap. Yep. Yes. I gotta show Duncan how to use the chainsaw. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Not in the car! Not in the car! There's not enough space to practice the full ripcord, but we go through the theory. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I was imagining that you had the windows open and you were just like chainsawing out the window. Oh, there's still not. You gotta you gotta put that thing on the ground and pull oh, all God. the way up. I don't yeah, we're know. Just, we're just practicing the motion. I don't know if Quincy's got enough upper arm strength for that. Yeah, this Duncan's got to put his whole body into starting this thing. Yeah. It's not going to go in the car. So you all hop into the car and you are driving up, presumably to the radio tower. That's where most of the trails or the roads mostly end. And then it's trails that you have to walk up the rest mm. of the mountain to the cave um, as Skid is explaining in the car. Um, and he says, uh, says, oh, you know, the sky's doing that funny thing again. Uh, and you look up and oh, you no. see that the, the sun was it was dawn before um now the sun it's almost midday as you are driving up to the radio tower and skid looks at uh looks at his watch he goes huh you know it's would you believe it it's sunday (laughs) i'm curious so i'm guessing that i have gotten some um probably some blood and gore on my jumpsuit not the first time that's happened let's be honest um is it like is this a time situation where i look down and like the blood and gore has now like dried and crusted over because time is operating differently or are we just we are in the stream of time so like Mm -hmm. we're stationary and time is like fluctuating around us i think it's more the latter okay that you all seem to be standing still while time is moving through you Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And so you are, uh, and I think that Skid is also like sort of checking uh, his own stuff and going, um, wow, this this town sure got weird real fast, didn't it? Uh, There's quite a bit that was pretty weird about this town. Yes, it got weird very quickly and I don't like it. We don't even have a town hall. What's up with that? We're working on it. If, If people would just vote to approve the levy, we'd have our own town hall. Just saying, most could- <laughs> most nice towns have like a historical town hall building or something. Percy, hey, you could take a vote right now. Pretty sure we're the only ones in town. It would never be certified. <laughs> we don't have quorum. We can't do that. We haven't filed the proper. We haven't filed the proper paperwork. Reed, save us, please. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna keep going. <laughs> no, it's fine. I I was thinking about uh, something to say actually while you were riffing. It's okay. Okay. Um, Percy, <laughs> you could uh you could file a recall petition 
for Mayor Buster. Actually, I'd sign on to that. Mayor Violet Buster is doing dirty. Look at what look at what has happened to our town under his reign. Exactly. Rain? Hold on. Like Recall Mayor Buster. Says, Recall Mayor Buster. You hear Mayor Buster yowling in the distance. And yeah, so you arrive at the radio tower and it's actually almost sunset now. Um, and you see a lone figure standing beneath it holding an electric guitar. Rat? No. You, no. you squint a little bit and... <laughs> You see that it's not Rat, it's Geo. Right. That's that who was guy. lost in the cave. Mm-hmm. Wait, so uh, where, sorry, where are we stopped? Like, where, where are we? Uh, I think you are driving up to the radio tower and you see a figure standing there okay. that looks to be Geo with an electric guitar. Wait, so do they say, uh, does anybody say I thought he was lost or I thought they were lost in the cave? Yeah, off Cliff Notes. Can somebody say that aloud? That's Geo. That's that's Geo. They were lost in the cave. I I heard them on the radio. They said they were lost in the cave. When Geo was at my oh no, it's happening. She was at my garage earlier today. They gave me a flyer to come to their concert, and I said I would. Went lost in the cave. I don't like this. The concert was Sunday, right? Skid, you just said it was Sunday. Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be at Sunday at nine. And he looks at his watch. He says. Oh, that's funny. Nine o'clock. Interesting. Nope. 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 Mm-mm. Sorry, neighbor. Hey. Nope. Uh, and you see Geo look up and smile, say, "Hey, glad you could make it. I've been waiting for you." So you're not in a cave. I uh, <laughs> I look at Geo and I I I touch my forehead. I I lick. I like pull my tongue out and slowly lick my fingers, and I go, "Good. I've been waiting for you too." Geo does not respond to that. Um, Geo, however, <laughs> does respond to Duncan, and said, and 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 Geo does like a really cool, like grungy chord that rings through the trees, and they look at you and smile and say, "Nah, man, we're all in the cave." And nope, nope. They what? start to play, and it's like um. It's basically Garage Punk meets Paramore a few years earlier. Mm-hmm. And um, Geo is playing this song, and you notice that they're holding their electric guitar, but none of the other stones are there. It's just Geo, but it sounds like an entire band is playing with them. And nothing's plugged in either. Like they're just holding an electric, electric guitar, but it sounds like you're listening to a studio album in the woods. Huh. I, I presume we stopped when we arrived. Yeah, I assume that you got out of the car because you were like talking yeah. to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Percy's not gotten out of the car. Oh, Percy's still in the car. Oh, Percy. Did Marla get out of the car? Yeah. Percy has moved over. You're the, the only one seat. sitting in the car. Oh. <laughs> um, any of you that come closer see that as Geo mm-hmm. is singing this and playing this song, that tears are running down their face as they play. What does their face look like? Like, what kind of expression? You know, like, the doctors have the, like, smiling all the way to, ooh, I'm gonna vomit right now face thing? (laughs) Yeah, it looks pretty close to, ooh, I'm gonna vomit and crying, but also strangely happy. I try to get close to them. Uh, 
because also Skid from behind you says, wait a second, are they, are they playing, are they transmitting right now through the tower? I sprint to the booth. Yeah, you, you both sprint to the booth. I check all the needles and numbers and lights. And you see, yeah, that it's transmitting outside of Splinters, Washington, as far as you can tell. Holy <gasps> shit, Skid, they did it. They cracked the code. This isn't good. This is bad. As the final note plays, you see Geo sort of sags and they collapse to the ground, still holding their guitar, clutching it. And they say, can I just play more than one song? I just wanted a little more time before I... And you watch as they too, like Rat, begin to melt like butter, seeping into the ground until there's nothing left. I try to yell after them. You said you were going. Where are you going? Geo, where are you going? And you hear you hear it like like almost like a whisper in your ear. Um, Duncan, we're in the cave. Help me. Cave, 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 cave. Which cave, way? Cave. Uh Skid is like is staring at the place where Geo was. And is like has his hat in his hands and is trembling, looking at the empty space. I slap him across the face. Where's the cave? Um, uh, 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 uh it's it's th- this way. Um, and he's beginning to run and point at a path that leads up the splintered peak. You see the broken mountaintop looming above you. Um, I presume you're all running after him. Yeah. Well, yeah. what about Percy? No, no okay. I'm in. He drives the other day. <laughs> Stick together. I was not ready to get out of the car, but I was, I was skeptical of Geo, but now I'm, I'm ready. I'm in. Okay. You're all running after Skid up to, up the, up Splintered Peak. You see the jagged mouth of the cave in the distance. And it's, it's weird because darkness falls too fast. So it gets hard to see. And yet, all of you inside know where the cave is. You realize as you're running that you didn't need Skid to tell you where it was because you could feel it. You know where it is. The cave mouth gapes wide at you in the twilight. The darkness within as you stand before its threshold is complete. There's no light to even hint what may be inside despite the stars and the moon that have risen in the night sky above you. You feel something each one of you as you stand at the edge but it also it feels like something's trying to push you away like something does not want you here it feels wrong i reach into my shirt pocket and i pull out a tiny miniature flashlight that i keep on me at all times (laughs) and i shine it into the mouth of the cave as you shine the flashlight into the cave the light stops at the entrance of the cave, and it seems like the cave has swallowed up all the light, like a black hole. It's the, it's the center of all of this. Whatever's happening, it's coming, it's coming from in there. Uh, Duncan starts taking slow steps towards the entrance. The answer is they're in there. What do the rest step, of you step, do? Step, step, step. step. He, <laughs> I walk uh, in. He drops uh, the chain. Yeah. Step, step, step. As, as I think we've established Marla has a lighter. Not that that's going to give us a lot of light, but I I go into the cave. Yeah. 
you turn on the lighter and the 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 flame is immediately extinguished no matter how many times you try and turn it on oh man <laughs> duncan, duncan can't carry the chainsaw anymore he pulls out his tape recorder just starts recording I just have the sharded bong and I am making no effort to have a light. I just kind of am feeling I'm shuffling along. Yeah, I think that you're able to all of you feel your way through the cave somewhat. I think that you're you stay close enough together that you don't get separated. You enter the mouth of the cave and you are enveloped in complete darkness. You have to make your way blindly along the slippery cave walls. You have no idea how long you've been walking or how long you've been in this cave. It feels you don't even know what's up or down. It feels like the darkness is so complete and oppressive that it consumes everything. But then you see a soft pink glow at the end of this tunnel. It's so small at first that you think it might be your mind playing tricks on you in the dark. But it keeps growing and growing until you reach an enormous cavern. And at the edge of the darkness, this is what you see. You see pink crystal formations covering every available surface, jutting out in all directions. Some of them are as big as people. However, they all seem to be pointing towards something. Something at the center of this cavern glowing so brightly that you almost can't look at it as if it's a miniature sun. You realize as you squint your eyes that it's a crystal formation like the others, except that all light seems to radiate it from it, radiate from it, but maybe not radiate from it, but it seems to be drawing all light towards it. And like it draws light in, it draws you in like a moth to the flame. Um, but Percy, as you as you take a step forward, you actually trip on something. Oh, piggly wiggly. <laughs> God damn it. You look down and you see it's a bag. It's your bag. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? What's in the bag? Um, I mean, it, it, there's, you can look in the bag if you want, but um, next to the bag is a crystal formation. But it doesn't look as natural like stalagmites or stalactites like the others do. It looks more like a statue. Like a statue of a man on his knees. A look of pain and horror etched across his face. Percy, this is the statue of you. I'm just hmm. staring at the statue. Like, I'm. how did this, how, what, what, how did, but why is it, what? Can I, uh, can I try to like pick it up with the, the bag on the ground? Um, the, so the statue, sorry, if I didn't make this clear, the statue is life size. Oh, so I'm just, I'm just like staring at or. Uh, a crystalline statue of myself. Yes. And it's a perfect copy of you. It's wearing the exact same clothes that you are. As far as you can tell, of course, it's all pink crystal. Every single detail is there etched into it, including the uh, usual, you know, um, expression of horror and disgust that you typically have on your face. But it's all there. And I... this, but this bag, um, this is your bag. And it's not crystal. It it looks like someone like you dropped it here. Uh, I I think I flip my flashlight around and like poke the statue of me with it. It's solid. It doesn't move. I think as the rest of you look around, you see other crystal formations growing from the ground, 
um, much in the way of stalagmites or pillars. And within them, each of you see yourselves, your neighbors, your siblings, your friends, anyone that has ever stayed too long in Splinters, Washington. Mm-hmm. You see them all here. The crystal pillars pulse with light, all leading towards the center. I, I walk towards the center. Yeah, what's in the center? You see another statue, um, a statue of a young person touching the great glowing ball of light that is in the center of this cavern. And beside it, you see materialize into being Geo. Hi, you made Hi. it. Hi, did we? Well, in a manner of speaking, yeah. Where did we make it to? The cave, the source. Sorry, I, I shouldn't have brought you here. It was selfish of me, but I, I didn't want to be alone. Uh-oh. Can we get you out? They shake their head. No, it brought me close, so I can't struggle in the end. I, I'm afraid I don't have very long. Can we get out? They look away, and, and specifically, they look at Percy. They say, some of you can. What made this? Uh, they sort of uh, shrug, say, a long time ago, before before any of you were born, long, many years before any of you uh, were even specks on this earth. I think it it came here. I I was the first. I was drawn in by its light. The earth shook. How old are you? And and then I was here. I I don't know. I haven't really. Well, it's my memories. They're modeled. It's hard to make sense of what's real real in this place. I just know that I'm very, very old. And I've been in this cave for a very, very long time. Do you remember Rat? Yes. He's here somewhere. But I think that the the meal of his anguish was too tasty for, for it to pass up, which is why he is not standing here with the rest of you. Why is time all all bungled up in the town? That's probably my fault. I've been fighting with it a bit. I <laughs> I wanted to have one last show. Can we fight it for you? Look, um, and they sort of step forward, blocking the light a little bit from you. And this thing, I don't know where it came from. Maybe, maybe it's always been here, or maybe it came from somewhere else. But it... I, I've been here long enough that I understand a little bit of how it works. It it feeds on our life forces, but uh, but there's something else to it. It it's sadistic. It likes the taste of our pain and fear more than our happiness, and it loves the personal bits of pain the most. Oh, the secrets we keep, the lies we tell, all of it. But I'm I've been here so long I don't even remember what those are anymore. This thing. The reason why we haven't won best small town in Washington? Oh my god, Percy. Not the time. F- fucking can it. Geo actually looks to Percy and says, that's the thing, Percy. Is Besides me, you're probably the only other person that's almost figured it out. You're the tastiest meal of all. You're so desperate. To build up this town so you can say you actually did something with your life beyond being the deputy mayor to a cat. That you do anything. Even bring it new victims. What are they talking about, Purse? Percy. I don't know what this thing is. I don't know what it's talking. It's it's Percy. clearly part of that. Uh, it's clearly part of that light trick thing. 
Gilda is. I I walk towards Percy with the bat. Yeah. Oh wait, I I I like I put a hand out in front and I'm just smiling at Percy. Percy's got some edge. I, Gilda says this out loud. Percy, you got some edge on you, huh? I just wanted this to be a nice town, okay? I just wanted nice people in a nice place. If I had to be stuck here, I just wanted it to be a good place to live. Uh huh. Percival, explain yourself. You wanted it to be a nice place for you to live, Percy. For everybody to live. It was a fine place for most people. Well, what's wrong with a few more? What'd you do, Percy? I just encouraged people who seemed like they would be nice fits to the town to stay for a little while longer. Encouraged is an interesting word. And I think I think at this point, I look at Marla and give that like um, uh, horror movie look when like it's that part in the movie where the victims have switched and uh, are now like, oh, OK. All right. It's 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 go time now. I've I've lost everything else. I'm ready to just like mess some stuff up. And I like hold up my bong and start just like slowly walking towards Percy, assuming that Marla's backing me up. But I don't know if yes. that's actually true. Okay. Did you know Percy about this? I didn't know anything about this. I just knew if people stayed long enough, they were stuck here like me, like us. Oh, and how did you know that? Anyone who stays here long enough can't leave. We all know that somewhere deep down. It's true. But if you're going to hate him, you can hate me too, because Percy didn't, you didn't know what you were doing. I did. And I did it because I was afraid of dying alone. So you're the reason I'm stuck here. Well, no, that that was actually directly Percy, but I'm sure. So that I look from I Geo over to Percy. You wanted the nicest small town in Washington? Percy, I live in a fucking junkyard. Tell me what part of that fits in with your narrative of nicest small town in Washington. Go on, you, tell me. You seemed so exciting when you first got here. You were all edge and verve and energy. I didn't know you were going to wind up just being a shade tree mechanic. It's this town. <laughs> well, I mean, some of us have done just, just fine. This, but... Yeah, this town doesn't have to be bad. This town could be great. This town brings us all down. There's this. T do you, have you looked around the town, Percy? There's a reason we haven't won. We've gotten so close. Oh, this is so far beyond your tiny little award and your tiny little goals for this tiny little shit healed town, Percy. And, uh. It's not wrong to want the place I, you live to be a good place. I try to leave. I try to leave this, like, crystal cavern thing. Um, you try to move, but you find your feet are rooted in place. Fuck. And that you see crystals Fuck. growing up your legs, but you, you blink and then all you see is pink crystal everywhere. And you realize that you, you look across the room and you see yourself in one of these crystal pillars. Motherfucker. This crystal, this entity, it likes secrets so bad. There's a reason that the town has never won. The committee knows the truth. They don't just see the veneer that you plaster over it the, the weekend they come by, Percy. They read. They take input. I've written to them every time. Gilda looks over at you. <gasps> what? This, this whole... What? You've been undermining us this whole time, Duncan? What? This town, if this town keeps us here, we, we, we get here, we stay here and we can't 
leave. If we win that award, it just brings more people who don't know what they're getting into. Huh. Gilda's literally smiling ear to ear. She's absolutely loving this chaos going on. Do you like that crystal entity? Secrets abound. Uh, I think I I I look at the crystal. I like I, I think I try to pat Duncan on the shoulder like like I'm sorry. And then I like look at the crystal. I'm like, well, uh, I'll go ahead and give my turn. Not that anyone asked, but uh, it's going to come out eventually, huh? Can't be any worse than what you all have done. I, d I didn't literally trap people here. So, um, okay, Crystal, uh, I um, I stole Barry and Joey's inheritance and uh, told them that it was uh, taken by some online hacker. You don't think I could afford that house all on my own, do you? Geo smirks. <laughs> I think that is pretty bad, Gilda. Uh huh. Say, tell that oh, no, to I the town kidnapper. <laughs> I got all of you beat. I killed somebody. It was an accident, but then I didn't tell anybody. So, have at it, Magic Crystal Cave. And I try to wrench one of my legs free. It actually comes free now. Ah, hell yes. All right. And you can like brush off the crystals. Um, they sort of, it's almost like, uh, it's like if you've ever done like grow crystals in solution and yes. stuff, it's like yes. that. And they kind of like break off and you can move your legs again. And Geo kind of looks over you all sadly and says, wow, I, um, I didn't realize that I didn't, I never thought you'd be capable. That's right, Gio. The power of a secret is lost as soon as it's shared, huh? Well, not just sharing it, but you freed yourselves from its from its power. It's you have to go. They throw some more, more at them. I actually like Puss Fungus's music. Geo <laughs> Geo suddenly looks quite desperate and says, "No, you you all need to go now." You have to leave while you can, or else it'll find a way to get its hooks back in you, and you'll never be able to leave this cave. You have to go now, and you can't look back. I'm sorry, Geo. Thank you for saving us. And I book it to the exit. <laughs> Skid, come on. Look, they told us to leave. Oh, yeah, I forgot Skid's here. Oh, yeah, I'm here, too. <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah, well, so... I used to be a politician in Baltimore, and um, I stole a bunch of people's money. In fact, I embezzled millions of dollars, and that's why I came out here to live as a wild man, because this was the only place they wouldn't be able to find me. <laughs> Holy shit, Skid. Skid, we have a common interest. We both stole a lot of money. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's Aww. great. All right, let's go. I, I helped Skid kick the crystals <laughs> off his legs. Yeah, you, you do it. He's, oh, yeah, man. You know, it's kind of weird how that makes me feel like I really took, got a huge weight off my chest. Like, I feel pretty good. Yeah. Now let's, let's run, shall we? <laughs> um, as you start to run, so you, you all are getting ready to run out of here as Geo's calling after you, but Percy, your legs won't move. Percy, come on. Um, I, uh, there, my legs are. Um, Marli, cut your brake cables. Oh, I don't look back. I do not look back. 
But I point a finger back behind me and I go, we will deal with this later, my friend. You killed a person. We <laughs> will deal with this later. And you better be good with your fucking chainsaw. I keep running. I try to wrench my feet free. Your foot remains stuck. And Geo Ooh. looks at you sadly. He says, I'm, I'm sorry, Percy, but... The only other person who's been here almost as long as me is you. You know, I look back at the statue and you realize that besides Geo's statue and yours, the others are just in these sort of pillars. They aren't fully formed yet, but you and Geo are perfect, exact replicas of yourselves. And they say, you know, think of it this way. The the cave is like a spider's web, and we are flies that get caught in it. And sometimes you can struggle a bit, and there's still time before the spider arrives. You can still wrench yourself free. But once the spider comes and wraps you up and injects you with its poison, all you can do is wait for the end. I'm going to pull the ripcord on the chainsaw. You do that. Uh, and I'm going to saw through the statue. Of myself. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh, 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 shit! It's a turn I did not expect at all. <laughs> if that's nothing at all, that's fine. <laughs> no, no, I, I wasn't expecting this at all, but I'm loving it. So let me just think about how. Um, okay. I assume I'm too far away to saw through Geo, which would be my other idea. Yeah, yeah, you're too far okay. away from Geo, and you're stuck. Um, but I would say, so let's, let's say that this is a, um, you are, you have sacrificed your secret. So I'll give you a D6 for that. You also mm -hmm. get just a normal flat D6. Um, however, you are acting against the town. Um, yeah, I figured I might be. <laughs> so you are going to roll one D6. Oh boy. Oh yeah. boy. And that's going to determine 33%. what happens. That's <laughs> a five. Okay. Oh my God. <sighs> okay. You successfully saw yourself in half. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know that I'm going to live through this no matter what. Sure. <laughs> um, I think that Geo sees you doing that. It's what, what are you doing? Atoning. Ooh. Mm. Nice. And you bisect yourself, um, your statue in half. It's a horrible screeching sound because chainsaws were not meant to mm -hmm. cut through solid crystal. But you do, and a liquid leaks out from the center um, and as the halves fall apart. And Geo sort of stands there absolutely dumbfounded. And you can see that... As you're looking at Geo, they're starting to fade and become less corporeal. Turn back towards the cave entrance and say, Bye neighbors. <laughs> we just hear that we just hear that echoing from because we've already Ooh. we've been running this whole Yeah, time. you are you're outside of the rest of you are outside of the cave and you see that it looks like everything is upside down. The sun is in the night sky, <laughs> trees are growing branches with unnatural angles and colors 
um, it's it feels like it's the end of the world and the the ground is and we shaking. Hear, and yeah, you do actually hear the chainsaw echoing, <laughs> but we, yeah, the, the soft echo. Bye, neighbor. <laughs> um, and Geo, as they begin to fade away, say, um, "You know, you are the most like me." I wish I'd been as strong as you to admit that. I didn't want to die alone. You don't have to. I think they reach a hand out to you. Do the same. And then there is a bright light and there is nothing. And then you open your eyes. And as you wake up and come to and look around, you find that all of you are here. Well, all of you being Marla and uh, Percy and Duncan and Gilda and Skid is here too. Yes. Um, you wake up and find yourselves on the side of the road. Um, you look down and see like some of you are wearing some very strange clothes. Um, Percy, you actually look down and um, well, all of you also just look at Percy and see that um, Percy's wearing clothes, like something out of um, little house on the prairie. Um, Skid mm. is dressed in sort of almost like a zoot suit. Um, you see that some of the others you all are wearing all kinds of really funky clothes. Mm. And then you see headlights uh, coming down the road. You see it's a logging truck. And uh, the truck comes to a stop. The trucker gets out and says, hey there, uh, what? Uh, are you folks all right? You need to, I don't know, do I need to call somebody? How far? Can you give us a lift out of town? How far is Splinters from here? He shakes his head. Splinters? Never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. There isn't a town for at least 100 miles on this road. Can we get a lift? Yeah, sure. I'm heading to Seattle. Hopefully that's all right with y'all. Sounds lovely. Are you doing some sort of historical uh, reenactment? You look pretty weird. No offense. Yep, yep. I wipe the blood off my forehead. (laughs) Yep. There's actually no blood on your forehead. Oh. Well, that's good. I'm curious. What what all are we wearing? I would like to know more about the costumes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Gilda is wearing like 1950s poodle skirt-esque type of deal. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, Duncan is wearing a very snazzy, like, kind of uh, 1970s suit, you know, with the big, big uh, collar. Big lapels. Mm. Big lapels. Big lapels. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, Marla actually looks pretty 90s, pretty grunge. Uh, Percy's the only one that literally looks like like he walked out of Little House on the Prairie. Like he was building uh-huh. a thought house a little while ago or a log cabin. Convention. Um, and the guy's like, huh, uh, kind of a weird place for a convention. Um, we were on our way and broke down. Got a little lost, neighbor. Ah. All right. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I guess there's room in the back. Um, it's going to be a tight squeeze. He kind of like looks. At Skid, who's probably like the largest of all of you, 
it's like yeah yeah just uh just just get on in the back and um yeah i'll, I'll take you to uh, take you to seattle and uh you got you got somewhere you want to stop in particular or or just drop you off i guess uh, uh anyway but here's good neighbor yeah all right you got it and he loads you up into his car not his car his truck and he drives off and soon splinters washington is just a speck in his rearview mirror uh maybe we get dropped off we find some like uh hotel or motel or something that we're able to like finagle or barter for a room so that we could stay somewhere while we're still lost but there's uh late at night uh in his motel room, Duncan sits down at the little at a little desk and pulls out a, a pad of paper and his tape recorder and rewinds and hits play and starts writing down. I would say as you are listening back to your recording and playing, you hear the beginning notes of Geo's last song.
If you liked what you heard, the best way to let us know is on Twitter at TTRPGRoulette. Or leaving us a review on your podcatcher of choice. If you do leave us a review, let us know so we can give you a shout out in a future episode. You can also support us financially on Patreon at patreon.com slash TTRPGRoulette. There, you can get access to bonus content such as character creation episodes, blooper reels, an art gallery, and much more. Our music was created by Neil Martin, who you can find on Twitter at Bardic Martin. Our logo was created by Lee, who you can find on Twitter at The Law of Names or on his Masks AP Otherwhere. We want to give a very special shout out to our patrons, including Landon Cornell, MC of Shadows of St. Fleur, Reed, Dusty, Silva, Vanessa Haas, Zeke, Gnome, and Daniel. Hello everyone and welcome to Monster Hour, an actual play podcast about going to school, arguing with your parents, and ruining your favorite outfit while hunting horrible monsters. Narrative driven and crisply edited with painfully relatable characters, Monster Hour follows unlikely heroes JR, Super suspicious, that's sort of my deal, Constance, I may be a bit of a know-it-all, but I might actually know it all, and Alvin, I'm monstrous, as they unravel the sinister mysteries of a strange Colorado town. If you're a fan of Stranger Things, Buffy, or the Adventure Zone Amnesty, you'll love Monster Hour. Tune in for new episodes every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts.